This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. The Native group, not in our honor, in the greater Kansas City area, is continuing to call on the NFL and the Kansas City football team to end the use of Native American stereotypes and imagery in sports, as members of the group respond to the use of a headdress and face paint by a young fan at a recent Kansas City football game. An image of the young fan at the game wearing a headdress and his face painted half black and half red has gone viral and has sparked much debate, both in opposition and support. The fan's parents have responded, coming to their son's defense, which includes telling news outlets that he's Native American. Gaylene Krauser, executive director of the Kansas City Indian Center and member of Not In Our Honor, says the parents' response that they are Native American misses the point. If they stopped and thought about it for a minute and and used a little empathy, they would be able to recognize that they wouldn't like it if somebody took their sacred symbols and their culture and made a mockery of it, turned it into a costume. I'm sure they would not appreciate that. Where people give them a pass on that, to me, it makes it worse because they really should have known better. Krauser says it's the Kansas City team that is at fault. I always put those kinds of things really squarely on the team. And I think that the the initial article that's getting the backlash really nailed it on the head when they said if they had changed their name prior to this incident, if the NFL had put more pressure on them to stop appropriating stereotypes instead of what they what they did here, which was make those minor changes and, and ban that sort of thing here, then we wouldn't even be talking about that. Krauser says when it comes to Kansas City, the city should focus on what is good about their town. The football team is on the world stage. And with the World Cup coming here in a few years, all of this is going to be even more on that world stage. And it's upsetting to me that as great as so many of the people in Kansas City are, and we have so many wonderful institutions here of art and culture, that this is what gets the media attention, that this is what is in the forefront and shows representation of Kansas City. Not only do Native Americans deserve better than this, Kansas City deserves better than this. Not in our honor plans to demonstrate at the next home game on December 10th. A U.S. House committee held a hearing last week on cultural and historic preservation. As the Mountain West News Bureau's Milwaukee reports, it comes as major federal funding for these programs has expired. Many who testified say accurately telling the story of the U.S. is more important than ever, especially for marginalized communities like tribes. Pressures from climate change and development are threatening cultural resources like buildings and burial sites. And funding often doesn't meet the needs of communities who want to preserve their history. Here's Reno Keone Franklin, chairman of the Kashaya Band of Pomo Indians in California. Tribal historic preservation officers um, receive uh, funding that is nowhere near the amount that we need in order to adequately do our job to the best of the abilities and protect not just our own historic resources, but the historic resources of the country. Federal grant money for state, local, and tribal preservation officers expired in September. A bill introduced this year in Congress would reauthorize and increase that funding from $150 to $250 million. Proponents say the money is needed to keep up with inflation and increase staffing around this issue. For National Native News, I'm Will Walkie. I'm Jill Freitas.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Vision Maker Media, envisioning a world changed and healed by understanding Native stories and the public conversations they generate. 45 plus years of Native stories and Indigenous knowledge through film and media can be found at visionmakermedia.org. Support by Penguin Random House, publisher of Blood Sisters by Vanessa Lilly, about a Cherokee archaeologist summoned to rural Oklahoma to investigate the disappearance of two women, one of them her sister. This and other stories at prh.com slash stories of the land. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.